Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the co-founder of TheLeverages.com and Divisio.com. That's D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com, the only affiliate network for people doing good in the world. We have a fantastic show lined up for you guys on Valentine's Day, and happy Valentine's Day to our listeners. We have my co-host and all-around partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, joining us. Hello, Jack. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. (laughs) Well, uh, we have a great show today. I can't wait to talk to this guest. She's got a lot of stuff that I have questions about. I know you do. I told her that last week. (laughs) So we have Sherry Kaplan, the revitalizer, who is a passionate, resilient community organizer, energy healer, intuitive, transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author. Her unique multi-sensory approach to healing blends 20 years of experience as a Tesla metamorphosis healer, Reiki master, sound healer, and transformational coach. Sherry guides her clients on a spiritual journey that recharges and activates every cell in their body. She's been featured in local and national TV, radio, and print media, including People Magazine, Montel Williams, ABC's 2020, and more. Sherry, welcome to the show. Oh, no. Is Sherry here? Hold on. Maybe I... (laughs) Sherry, did I not unmute you properly? Yes, you have not... There I'm you so are. Sorry. Hello. There I'm here. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for getting connected even through the unmute button. <laughs> Special day. Let's talk. This is a great conversation we're going to have today. Well, I'll start you off, and your answer probably is going to be a very interesting one. But uh, we do this every week with every guest. What gets you out of bed right now today with a fire burning in your belly? What are you excited to be alive about right now? Oh, my God. I have so many events going on on my plate. I'm literally looking to hire an assistant. It's not just about my healing work. It's also community work. Yes, community work. I saw that. You're very involved in South Florida in your community. Tell us more about that. I'm like the holistic hub for South Florida. Um, actually, someone called me Ticketmaster of South Florida yesterday <laughs> because I ha- I'm uh, I'm hosting a couple of really wonderful uh, musicians that are coming into town. So I'm going to be marketing and coordinating and bringing that to South Florida. And um, one of them is uh, Grammy nominee David Young, who plays two flutes at the same time. And the other person is Dr. Dream, who plays 111 Tibetan bowls. So, um, yeah, so I'm supporting these men with their art and their music, bringing them to South Florida. 
as well as um, the meetups that I coordinate, helping other people leverage their businesses through my platform. So you are definitely someone we could call a hub, for sure, <laughs> right? People, people probably know to come to you for lots of different things because you're obviously a connector. You got that right. They, they do call me the connector. I'm like the 411. If you need a, a, a car, a place to live, a job, um, someone to do something for you, call Sherry. Sherry knows everybody. <laughs> and all, all it takes is a post on Facebook, and 5,000 people will read it, and I get, like, you know, a lot of responses. So uh, I have good good following. Nice. There's an awful lot of leverage in both being a connector and knowing a connector. And maybe you could tell people from your perspective of being a connector what leverage really uh, means. I mean, do you have like maybe a story that came up recently? Probably do because it's all leverage, right? <laughs> that that could you know kind of show people what it's like to be somebody who's really well connected and how you 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 hook up other people. Uh, probably on a daily basis, it sounds like. I I do, and uh, I can share a nice little story, and I can tie it into uh, Nancy Matthews, who um, one is the, one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network. She has a book called The One Philosophy. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, we had her yeah. on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> beautiful. Well, um, I I that was my own belief system before, but you know her belief is that you can be the one for someone, and someone can be the one for you. So you never know who you're talking to of, of where it can go from here, whether it's the person standing next to you, sitting next to you, a friend of a friend, and a brief conversation. All it takes is listening to someone and what they need and figuring out how you can fulfill their need. And that happens all the time, whether somebody comes into me and they're offering massages and at my event, and then I have somebody tells me that they need a massage therapist to hire full-time to go on um, to go corporate and you know it took a few weeks but she finally got hired and, and it's the job of her dreams just because he told me what she needs she told me what she needed and the connection was made yeah well how does that help you What what's the life of a connector like I mean how does that help you in your business and, and exposure I mean I kind of know the answer but I'd like to hear your answer how does that help it fulfills your heart knowing that you made a difference in someone's life. Um, we're all like puppets on a string and we're all somehow connected and we just need to be connected by one person. And I tend to sometimes be that one person. Like I'm a manifester too. I have um, a group on Facebook called the manifestation network because I really do manifest also. Um, but when you can connect somebody for what they need, you make a difference in their lives. Somebody needed a caregiving job, and I knew she was a caregiver. I get a phone call from someone who needs a caregiver, but I'm bumped 24 hours later, she's working. I changed her life. Wow. I'm typing in your uh, manifestation network. I'm joining right now. <laughs> That's on Facebook, and you guys can search for it. It's very easy to find if you're interested. Uh, it's at uh, the Manifestation Network. Just start typing that in, and it'll come up as a group. Right. Anyway, like sorry this, about that. I tend to take action the second that I hear something like that. <laughs> uh, like even if, even a few weeks ago at my meetup, I do a sound healing meetup, and I was telling them all I want now is a didgeridoo and a DJ. 
That's what I was missing. Next week, a guy comes with a didgeridoo. And if, and everyone starts clapping. They go, your dream, your dream came true. That was a fast manifestation. A week later, a DJ comes through. So th- th- this, this is the time for manifestation. These next two weeks, the portals are wide open. Um, all our dreams, wishes, wishes can come true. Um, yesterday, a lot of magic happened at my event, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen. But people know people. You know, people come to my event on Monday so they can network to leverage their businesses, to get to know each other. One guy came to my event. Now he started a magazine to support us healers and our um, my group to expose people to conscious thoughts and living. It's called Conscious Con- Conscious Connections is his his group on, on Facebook. Nice. Well, you just got another didgeridoo player. I have a didgeridoo. I am not the best didgeridoo player in the world, but technically you manifested double. So there you go. <laughs> I just joined the group. <laughs> it's powerful. Didgeridoo, or just like when it play, gets played on you, it just opens up every cell in your body. Yes, I love that. I just sit and hum. I can do that better than I can circular breathe because, you know, that's so hard. <laughs> I need to sit down and practice that a little bit more. So, yeah, so... <laughs> what uh, what what would people do? So let's go toward the business a little bit. So if somebody wanted to do something with you, where would they go? What's your website? Um, do you have a million of them, or do you have a hub, or where can we go to learn more about you? Well, my basic website is sherrykaplan.com. That's where you can find me. Um, I have many groups. I have um, meetup groups and groups on Facebook as well. Uh, Healers, Net- Healers Network is one of my groups on Facebook, and also um, my other group is on Meetup as well. Nice. So everybody knows how to get a, get a, in your vortex, uh, so yeah. to speak. Um, so is mainly is your business mainly the business part of your business uh, a local business? Do, is there a place where people come to see you and and to work on healing things or? How does that work in your world? Uh, yeah, I do have my own little office. I, I'm located at the Church of Perpetual Life in Hollywood, and I work by appointment. I can also do my work um, via Skype or over the phone. I could do um, long-distance healing sessions as well. So you can find me local or anywhere in the world. I also do uh, chakra What's diagnostics. The- mm-hmm. I was just going to say, uh, what's the weirdest referral? Where is the weirdest direction that a customer has come from or a client has come from for you? As your tentacles reached out into the world and brought people to you, do you have any, like, wild ones? Like, well, that's really a weird route to get to me. <laughs> um, I had a woman who came to me from a Groupon, which I only ran once, her, and she was a young 30-something-year-old girl. And a, a week later, her mother's on my table who drove four hours from Cocoa Beach. Wow. And, and she, she jumped on my table. She was giddy and could not wait, could not wait. And, and by the time she got off the table, she was giggling. She was laughing. She was happy. She was lighter. She was free. 
And she goes, I never talk. I'm talking. And it was like, she was like a whole new person. Like, it was so cute. And it was like not my typical client. But she made such an effort. (laughs) It sounds like an unlocking process. Like, maybe... Do people come to you and, and feel like, or maybe you feel it, or how you can you can describe how that energy works, but that that they're kind of locked up, kind of self imprisoned or otherwise, and that you just let that person out. Do you feel like you're letting go into the wild every day, or or what's it like? Well, my specialty is um, called Tesla Healing Metamorphosis, and metamorphosis means transformation. So within the healing process of Tesla Healing, um, people do transform. Um, they they come in confused, um, have no clarity. They come in um, with no direction in life, um, unsure about their future, unsure about their relationships, feeling maybe a little worthless and no self-love or not um, can't attract love, um, trying to get over betrayal or anger or resentment. Um, they might have pain in their body. Um, they may be procrastinators and unable to complete things, or else um, their their work is not um, filling. They're not filling their potential at work. They just can't understand why they can't move forward in life, why they're not being recognized, or why they're not earning their right income. And in a matter of weeks, people literally triple their income. <laughs> yeah, it's like unblocking or something. I mean, do you feel like you're giving people anything, or do you feel like you're just turning a lock and undoing it? You know, that whatever's inside of them, they just can't see it, can't access it, or whatever. How does that? How does that work? And your, with all your experience and all the years that you've been doing this, it would be. Uh, it's not a question that I hear a lot of people being asked in your position, and be interesting. Well, that's a great question because we're dealing with energy. Some people can see energy. I feel it, and I channel it. I am the channel, so I don't really call myself the healer. I'm the channel of the healing. Um, the client is the healer, and they have to be open, ready to receive, and kind of surrender and trust the process. And when they trust the process and release and let it go, they go into their deep subconscious and they start getting messages. And they might um, hear things like affirmations. They may see images. They may see colors. They may see their past. They may see their future. They'll feel vibrations running through their body. They'll feel surges of energy. They may, may feel pressure and pain, like almost like psychic surgery. I've, I had someone get off the table crying who was 250 pounds, and he's like, oh, my God, make it stop. And, I, and the pain was excruciating, but the next day the pain relieved itself. Actually, hours later, he had to take a nap. Um, but that was not my doing. I was just the middleman. So um, mm-hmm. I I have the gift to receive the energy, to help clear the blockages, to clear the aura field, to do a little cord cutting. Um, I include Reiki, I include sound healing, gemstones, um, crystals, uh, aromatherapy, and they go on this journey and they just start floating. They almost leave their body and go up into the nebula. Or they might, some people just go to sleep, and other people will tell me everything, everything they see. And I write it down. It's like a story. And it's, it's like messages in a bottle, hidden messages in a bottle, if you really allow it to happen. And 
the healing occurs after the session, really, because all of a sudden things are easier and they start accepting things more and they're happier and they take their life back. Yeah, that is amazing. So is there any way that you've been able to successfully describe what some of this feels like to you? Like, what does energy feel like? How do you, I mean, I can pick up a handle, I can pick up a, a rake or something and, you know, and I, I feel like I'm holding that. I can, you know, and I can put energy into that and rake leaves. I know what that feels like, but you're talking about something that doesn't, you can't see. I mean, the, the average person can't see or or isn't aware that they're feeling because we're soaking in it, I guess, and you can't tell a fish about water. But for you as a channeler, what does it, can you even describe what it feels like? Well, it's like a person could rub their hands together and then slowly separate their hands apart slowly and you can feel the vibration in your in your palms or your hands and you bring them in and out further and further and you can feel the energy within your hands ah like chi exactly the chi energy and you can almost see, i can feel the tingling in my hands right now and it's it's pulsating and if you go over people's bodies you can feel where it's dense Sometimes where it's thick, and a lot of times when I'm working on people's energies and they're blocked, um, I release through burping. It's an it's an unusual technique that healers have, especially women. But I feel this this tension in my chest, and I release by burping. And um, when that release happens, it's like they get released. Wow. So you can you can tell the difference between your energy, like when you rub your own palms together and you feel that, and then when you bump up against a block or a, a piece of another person's energy, is there a different feeling or a color or a like a how like when I touch somebody else's hand, I know that somebody else's hand I'm touching, so to speak. Does it feel like that to you? I mean, you can tell the difference. Um, not when not like you just don't touch a person's hand and know it. Like if I, if I was able to, um, if I put my hand on someone's hand for a few minutes and connected, I can feel the energy go through between both of us. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you go into a room, you can feel the energy of the room. You know, it's energy. Right, right. You don't need to see it. Energy is airborne. Like Tesla, you know, he harnessed the scalar waves and he was able to create free energy. That's how come Tesla healing works because we harness in the free energy and it's airborne. You know, I can fill up a whole room with Tesla energy. I don't even need to touch you. Yeah. So, Man, I'd love you know, to have you in the room every time I walk into a room. How How do people... How can people kind of be like you? What what could they work on to uh, bring their own kind of like a bottle of of spiritual Purell, so they don't get icky with any other kind of energy when they walk into a room? <laughs> oh, that's a good way. I love that spiritual Purell. Can I use that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I gotta write that down. Purell. <laughs> That's a great one. What can they do? Well, I feel well, like I, that a lot because I feel like I feel like I'm an empath in some ways. I uh, I've read about that a lot, and to to try to figure out why I walk into a room and immediately want to leave sometimes, 
and it's a room I have to be in, and I need to be there. <laughs> and I still want to, you know, and just thousands of other things that go along with that empathic stuff. And so I'm on a lifelong quest to, uh, you know, keep tools around me at all times to be able to deal with that. And I wonder, it seems like as I read more about it and see more on social media and meet a lot more people all over the place who are self-described <laughs> in that way, uh, it seems like a lot of people are out there, probably several of our listeners as well, that might really benefit from some spiritual Purell. <laughs> well, we need to protect ourselves when we go out. Um, I mean, do you do you protect yourselves when you're walking into a room full of people expressing themselves? I Yeah, I do now, man. You, you only have to do that a few hundred times probably before you know what's going on and <laughs> that you've had any control at all. But once I found out I had control over how I walked into a room and how I dealt with it, uh, I never pretend like I have all the techniques or answers, which is why I brought up the question. And I always will with people like you. I always bring something like that up because I don't think you can have too many tools or be reminded too many times to be prepared. No, I mean, first of all is, you know, do a little visualization of closing up your chakras, um, like from your knees, like visualize going down from your knees all the way up to your throat three times, knees to your throat. It's like you're closing it up. You're sealing up your chakras to protect yourself. I always do that before I start every session. You can also surround yourself with purple light or white light. Even when you're in your car, you always protect yourself in your car, shield yourself with white light or purple light. You can also wear stones um, to protect yourself, um, whether you want to wear it on your neck, on your finger, inside your bra, in your pocket. And, you know, people will carry their, their favorite stones to protect themselves um, to absorb any negative energy. I always do. Now, I hadn't thought about the stone part. Every time I hear that, you know, I'm I'm such a here's a challenging one. So I'm uh -huh. a former anti woo woo guy. Like completely uh -huh. I would I would be a guy that would say, take a metaphysician and throw a rock at their head and if they duck they're a liar. I'm the kind of guy that would say that. I know. Crazy. Harsh, right? Like totally closed off to all of this stuff. And to hear myself talking like this today and all the stuff I do with meditation and everything, I've got that little dude somewhere running around in my head still going, are you kidding me? I mean, really? And he said just now, rocks? I mean, can you explain that a little bit more? Because my open part, which is far more the being that I am now than before, is like, yeah, I totally get that. I'm going to go get – I'm going to – work on that too but for people i mean what do you mean when you say that is it a mental exercise like i have this mental exercise that all the negative is going into and it being absorbed by this stone or are you literally saying that the negative energy is going into a stone if it's proper you know properly set up and everything like that it's not like you have to tell it it does it automatically it absorbs it you know, you can hold on to a, an, a crystal or um, a gemstone and you can feel it vibrate in your hands. It's almost alive. And it serves its purpose to absorb and to give you the necessary um, correction in your body. Yeah. It's just like right now, like it. Yeah, like when, with your heart, with your heart chakra, you want to w use rose quartz or emerald or malachite or green jade or tourmaline, green or pink tourmaline. You wear that in your heart to open up your heart chakra. 
Okay, and then my next question is, who uh-huh. figured all this stuff out? Who figured this out? I mean, like, I always wonder who figured out, I mean, how many plants got smoked before somebody discovered marijuana? And how many people died smoking really poisonous stuff before they actually arrived on the plant that actually makes you feel good? And the same thing goes with the, the, the stones. What the heck? How did somebody figure that out? Well, they probably bent down and picked up this shiny thing in the ground and said, ooh, this is pretty, and they held it, and they said, wow, this is powerful, and then it became known as a crystal, and let's sell it, and let's market it, and let's give it away. Oh, what's this? So I don't I don't know who came up with the words of all the gemstones. I can actually refer you to someone who would be a great person to bring on the show. Her name is Donna Raina Sessler. She's a gemologist, and she could talk to you all you want about gemstones and how the power of what they can do for your body. But Gina, um, call her up. We're having her on next week. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, somebody gave me some um, wands, and um, I go to sleep with these. When I wake up every morning, I hold on to these wands, and I can literally feel them vibrate and 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 activate my body every morning. Wow. Mhm. So. What does your background, what what does your training and expertise and experience have to tell people who are in businesses, people who are um, probably not near the connector that you are because you have to kind of draw a target on your back to become a really, you have, and in, and in doing that you have to be really social, you have to be very network minded and all the things. And some people just aren't even out to do that, but they'd like to figure out how they could use more of the mojo that you've got going on in their business in in terms of the way that they think about success and any limiting factors that they put on themselves subconsciously or consciously about taking that next big step or doing that next big thing they know needs to happen in their business and they haven't been able to make it happen yet. Ah, okay. I'll give you a little story. About uh, May 9th of 2006, 2015, yes, a year and a half about, I went to see Dr. John Demartini, and he gave a talk, and it was like he was talking to me. He was talking about your values of what's important to you. And when he went through it, it made me realize what is truly important to me, and I realized healing was everything. At the time, I was a private chef and a caregiver working for a, you know, a, a family, but very, very bored, knowing that I had so much more inside of me that I can give. And when I realized that I can, that healing was important to me, how was I going to do it? How was I going to share it? And a week later, I decided I was going to go for my Reiki master's level, which I procrastinated for 15 years. I had Reiki for 15 years, but did nothing with it. And um, when I posted my certification on Facebook, I had like 300 people comment and like about my certification, wanting to know where they can get a session. And I wasn't ready. I wasn't in business. I just posted my certification. And, and they're like, I want, I, want a, I want a session. Where and when? And I'm like, well, I'm free on Tuesday and Thursday, and it's at this much, and come to my house. And then, boom, business started. And I'm like, I can't stop now. This is so fun. This is so exciting. I mean, I was doing six sessions a day. I was a maniac. I was just living off the high of what I was doing that I couldn't believe that I was doing it and that people were getting the the transformation and the feedback I was getting. So every day I was excited. I could not wait to get out of bed. And 
I haven't stopped. So, like, that day forward, you just can't give up on yourself. When you make your decision that this is who you are and this is what you want to be and what you want to offer to the world, then this is your passion. This is your everything. This is why you're here. Well, but that's scary, right? For some people, a lot of people get stuck in a, in a situation that is paying the bills, and they're scared to death to leave it for the thing that they know they really want to do. The decision they know they need to make <clears throat> might have already been made, but they haven't taken that step because they're scared to death they're jumping off a cliff. Because in one sense, there's security that you're not happy with, but you're secure, and in the other, it's just the unknown. Do you counsel people on that, or do you talk, or do you have another story that could enlighten us on the, uh, on how people can just make that final decision to take that step into the what they consider right in front of them is something they desire a lot, but also a lot of unknown and scary. It is. It is scary to be an entrepreneur because you're you're working for God and you're working for yourself. You're working for nobody. Nobody's your own boss. If you make that leap and you have to trust yourself and every day, you know, that you have to bring in your own income and it's, it's about trust. And as birds Lion Smith says, trust and allow and don't ask how that's what she says. And just know that if you are in divine order and alignment with what your true purpose is, money will come and just know that you will be provided and have a plan and have your connections and do your marketing and go to events and, and do your networking and attend, um, be with other people with like minds that you can network and do masterminds with and um, build your list and, and stay in contact and stay out there because if you don't stay out there, they're not going to remember you. And, and be the connector yeah. for others so people want to help you when you help others. But you have to never, never, never give up because if you don't try, it's better to, to have tried than to not have tried or else you're going to feel trapped like a trapped animal. And you're not going to want to get out of bed every day. And you're going to be miserable and resentful and saying, I'm not living for between a, uh, an alarm clock and a time clock. There's more to life than this. Yeah. So you're saying that if somebody's experiencing this now, if they make no change whatsoever, they can expect more to come tomorrow and the next day. And whatever they think that they might be looking forward to right now, like a vacation or something that makes all of whatever their existence that they're not happy about now worth it or seem worth it, it's just going to fall flat and it's going to continue to fall flat, right? Well, well people have to get out of their own way. And that's what the chakra system is about. You know, you can have, you know, all the desire in your heart, but if you don't have the courage to follow through, you know, if you, your, your third chakra, your power to stand in your power is closed and you don't have your, your voice to express it and you don't have your, your thoughts to able to clearly think about it. And if your root chakra is not open to proceed forward, you're not going to be able to proceed forward. It's like um, all the so, Yeah. I was just going to, like, it brought up the question, if somebody, there's always seems to be when somebody's bungee diving, there's always somebody there to give them a little tiny push, like, or, or put a hand on their shoulder to comfort them or whatever. I've never seen somebody in a bungee diving video uh, standing there all by themselves. 
like like it was their idea to attach themselves to a giant rubber band. They're just going to jump because it seems like fun. I mean, somebody said that might be a good idea. And then there's always somebody to hook your harness up for you. And I kind of see people like you as the people who hook people up to harnesses and, and tell them along the way, we've done this before. This is safe. This is good. Uh, you're going to have a blast. You're scared now, but wait until you bounce back up. Everybody is just like, oh, my God, I want to do it again. We okay. need helpers, right? Aren't you a helper? Yeah, that, that, that is exactly what happens. And, you know, everybody in my Monday night event is a helper. We all are there to support other people in the direction of their life. Yeah. Whether, whether yeah, you, I, I, it, hmm? Well, yeah, I was just going to say it's, it's a lonely thing when you really do feel lonely <laughs> and alone in something, completely alone. When you're not, whether you are or aren't, if you feel that way, you feel that way, right? And uh, I think that's why a lot of people end up making groups like you have and people join groups like you have because of all of that kind of support. And to just have a daily reminder, a regular reminder that there are people just like you in your same boat, have been there or are there or are past it or whatever. I mean, I, I just, the, the entrepreneurial life can be described as, and it is ad infinitum on the Internet, as a very lonely thing. And I'm like, wait, it's uh -huh. your choice. Like it was to go into business for yourself in the first place, it's also if you isolate yourself spiritually and physically and everything else, then, of course, yes, it's a very lonely existence. What, what's, I, I don't understand why people – do you know why people stop? They're like, I'm an entrepreneur. I can do literally everything in the world I want to do, anything, anytime. And then they seem to sometimes get less social and less everything and anything, anytime than when they had jobs and when they were out in the world more, kind of like they hermit up or turtle up a little bit. And I think well, that brings on a lot because, of problems. Well, because they're stuck behind their computers now. Yeah. Entrepreneur, I literally was at my computer 15 hours a day this whole weekend, two days a week, Saturday and Sunday. I locked myself up, and I didn't talk to anybody. I literally shut my phone off until Sunday night because I had so much to do. And that's yeah. why, you know, it, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you don't socialize and you don't go to parties and you can't participate and you got to decide where you want to spend your time. Your time is everything. Your time is money. And, you know, if you can't do it, you pay someone else to do it. Until I can pay someone else to do it, I got to do it all. Every does this, aspect. Does this have anything to do with your original statement today of I'm going to need an assistant soon? <laughs> Yes, yes, I do. Um, but an entrepreneur has to do it all. They're, they're just not walking into a job and working for someone. Now they have to do their accounting, their marketing, their their bookkeeping, their data tracking, their emails, their, um, you know, making banners, making memes, making event pages, going out to events, following up on leads. It's never ending. So, it's yes. A much that's a bigger job description than the one that they left, huh? Yeah, I mean, but then again, as an entrepreneur, you can go out in the middle of the day and go have extended lunches with friends. You can take more days off anytime you want. Um, you know that every risk that you take is helping you achieve your goal. Um, you knowing that you're always going to meet the right people at the right time, you know, for the right project, things will fall into place. But, you know, you have yeah. to stay motivated. You have to stay motivated and focused and, you know, despite of all obstacles, just keep going. 
Don't let anything stop you because this is everything to you. If you decided that you want to be in business for yourself, don't give up. What are some of the things that you've learned? Now we've all made, let's just say, everybody listening and everybody here, we've all made the decision to move forward, to take that step. And now we're out there and we're faced with that big, long list of things you just said, the accounting, the banners, the marketing, the social, all that. So there we are. So what have you learned about leverage that, have, that has gotten you to where you are today where you might not even think about it? I'm going to make you a newbie in your own world here if I can. And take a look at all the things that you do and you're able to accomplish in your business as one sole person, the person who's just about to get an assistant because it's still too much, but you figured out some stuff, right? You can't exist in this world and be a connector, uh, uh, you know, like you are, and also do your business and get clients and all that stuff. And you've about leverage. What are the most important leverage points in your business? Stay connected. Stay connected. Make sure that the people that you meet out and about, when you collect their business cards, you just don't throw them to the side. Make, you know, attach it to a piece of paper, note where you met them, how you can help them, or how they can help you, and follow up. Because people know people. And people can do things for you that you can't do, and you can do things for them that they can't do. So sometimes you do barters and trades, especially when money could be involved. If, you know, somebody wants a session from, from me and they have skills to support me, like I have somebody who helps me do my MailChimp, we do trades, and he, you know, he takes that load off of me. Um, you just... Be the right person for somebody and keep your reputation strong, stay credible, um, be the go-to person that people know that you have the answers, and, um, and, and, just, and just be loved to people. You know, if you are who you are, if, if you're energy and you give out energy, people will attract, come, come to you. If you're negative and critical and, and you're complaining, you're not going to track any business no matter what you do. Yeah, I wholly agree. Yeah, and it's really nice when people come at you with a little bit of the negative stuff because it's easy to just – it's like if you're in human resources and you just see a bunch of crappy resumes on the desk and your biggest goal as, a, uh, as the hiring person is to get rid of 99% of those as quickly as possible. So when they look like they're written in crayon or somebody comes up to you with negativity, it's a, it's a very easy, you know, bouncing off point. Like, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> don't need that in my life. 7.2 billion people in the world, I don't need them all as friends or clients or anything else, and you're one of those. So, yeah, I like that when people are, are uh, wearing whatever they are on their sleeve because it makes it all for it, – it's just easier for us it's in business and – and in every other aspect of life, uh, to know who we're dealing with. And it seems like if for, for no, uh, it, it, you know, not to be uh, describing what's going on in the world right now, but just that it seems like people are a lot more open in a lot more ways about how they feel and what they think and what their opinions are than they ever have been in the history of the world. I know social media has helped that because all it has done since it started in the mid-2000s was ask us what we're up to, ask us what we're eating, what we're doing, where we're going. And it's, it's really engendered this world that, 
you know, everybody's really free with their ideas and opinions. You can go to Yelp and just rip a restaurant up and down if you want to. And all the time that you want to do that kind of stuff. Or share really good things. It's also for good things. But, you know, it, it is kind of weird how we can really tell each other apart a lot easier, or at least we think we can. Um, it, how much of that is real and how much of that is just how we are walking around hoping that everyone sees us? Do you think that it's becoming a more open world, or is it just kind of a fake more open world? I think people are becoming more transparent now. People are becoming more awakened now. And people are trying to find themselves now more than ever. They're really on a quest for awareness. So you, because you see that a lot, you get to see, I, I think a lot of people hear that, but they're not in your line of work where you're put up against, you, you get to see clients all the time, you get to see people in your groups all the time who are what you describe, more awakened, seeking, and, and finding, uh, enlightenment, and all those kinds of things, they're transcending the current, you know, thing, and all of that stuff. You see that a lot, but I, I, I wonder how much others are not as connected to that as you are, feel because they it's really easy for them to go to like a certain kind of place on the internet and find that it appears the whole world is just ending like everything is just going to crap and you know i see what people are on average exposed to and the, and those aren't people who curate their feeds so that they're only seeing the good stuff they just let it all all other family members who are negative all the all the stuff all the news channels and everything and I know that they do it because sometimes even though I've curated mine, they'll pass on something to me. And I'm like, wait, where could you even have come in contact with that kind of thing? Ew, yucky. <laughs> so some people think that things are going worse. And people like you are seeing on the ground um, the alchemist is really happening. More and more groups are forming all over the world that are – you know, becoming aware of meditation and its importance and doing things and, and, and all the stuff that you do. So where do you think the balance lies? Because you also see what's going on in the rest of the outside of your immediate world. You see what's going on. Do you think there's really that much of an imbalance and maybe is the friction that we feel in the world today a reaction to the fact that it is flopping over to the good, flopping over to the – and there's the really strong resistance at the end of something else's era, isn't there? There's a lot of fear going on right now, a lot of uncertainty right now, um, unrest, anxiety. Um, and when you fear the future, you really can't truly live. Yeah. Because you're 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 living you're not you're not being present, and. And therefore, you're not grounded. And so you have a lot of ungrounded people in the survival mode right now out there in the world. And that's the root chakra being closed. And you're not going to move forward in life. So there's going to be a lot of hesitancies, a lot of holdback, a lot of resistance, a lot of anger, frustration, codependency, fears. So it's going to affect the world, and that's why there's a lot of protests going on and people standing up and fighting, you know, for once being vocal and expressing themselves and saying, I'm not taking this anymore. No one's going to control my life. So people are looking to 
take their power back and not lose what we have. Yeah. And that can come out as negative on both sides, right? If the passions just get really roiling and, you know, and you can assume that one side is, is more on the right than the other side, as far as if you adhere to just what's good for the planet and stay out of politics and everything else, what's good for the people and the planet and, apolitically speaking as much as possible, the people who fight for that kind of thing can also get so riled up, um, and even embarrassingly, I'll tell you, I have, uh, (laughs) that you start saying things that sound an awful lot like the things the other side was saying. And then you start to go, wait a minute, I feel like that. I don't want to feel like, I don't want, but but it seems like they're the only... Their energy is so high in that regard that the only way they'd ever hear you is if you tried in some way to match that energy, which is actually not the right thing to do, right? No, just like like in right. I remember, like I saw somewhere in, in Turkey, they did a protest, a silent protest. There was no arguing, no nothing. They just stood there in silence. So I maybe. Love that. Si- I thought that was great. And if we can maybe protest in silence, that would be nice. It's a new way of expressing ourselves. Um, but, so, you know, South Florida community really has come together here locally, and they do water ceremonies and full moon drumming circles and uh, activation groups. And there's a lot of, lot of conscious people down here now, and people don't want to go through this alone, so they come together so they they don't feel like they're crazy and that they're going to go they're going to go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's important. I mean, sometimes depending on what you uh expose yourself to, you can very quickly start to wonder if you're in an episode of the twilight zone. A lot of people have been bringing up twilight zone in the last several months. <laughs> like am I in there or the matrix or something like that? And just to be able to reach out and touch another person who can look you in the eye and you can tell immediately that just from their energy that you're home, that you're with someone else who, who, you know, is vibrating the way you do is enough to save your sanity, I would imagine. So, yeah, no wonder you have so many groups and, and things going on because you've kind of placed yourself at the center of all that, which is one of the biggest leverage things you could ever do. All of the things that you've said today about all of this uh, point right back to that. Um, is is it really special? Are you really super special, or can more people look at themselves and go, "I can do that. I can do what she does." <laughs> wow, what a question. Um, well, <laughs> I well, would never say you're special. <laughs> oh, you're I have a hard time saying that. Other people tell me, "Okay, I'll say I'm special." All right, <sighs> that was hard. Good. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was told um, for my whole life pretty much that I am a healer. Um, in every card reading, astrology reading, palm reading, psychic reading, they told me I'm a healer. And I'm like, what? Me? How is that possible? And I doubted and I had no idea which healing ability I was going to bring to the world. So it took 50 years to figure it out. And, and you know, different having three different businesses and many careers, this is, you know, my third business. So it's not like my first rodeo of running a business. Um, But when a decision is made and I did it and I found out I had the healing abilities in me, I always had the healing abilities in me. It was just a piece of paper that I needed to validate myself. 
So many healers out there could be healers and they either were told or they, they feel the vibration or people they've done, they put their hands on other people and they say, wow, you got really strong energy. Are you a healer? And they go, no, I'm not a healer, but they don't believe in themselves. They have low self-worth. How is it possible I could be a healer? So take the chance, take the risk, go get your certifications, go try level one. That's the simple first thing to do with Reiki is to start with that. And, and then you can start practicing on yourself and then start practicing on others. But if you have a gift, you have a gift. Don't think that you need a piece of paper. I have many people who work on me who don't have a piece of paper that are certified. They just have a gift. Yeah. Well, I think that's the lesson, right? I mean, that's what I learned in The Power of Now <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle saying that mm-hmm. we are all absolutely as connected as all the rest of us. It's just some, we all have that potential. It's just, you know, some of us meditate and some of us don't. Some of us are able to connect to it and have decided that that's a thing to do. And other people haven't even heard that that's a possibility, that there's a God outside of us. And there's a, you know, that all of the stuff, ha- all of the existence on this, on this plane of existence is all external and physical and subjective and all of that. And they, they don't understand. And so there's a big range, but there's, you know, I think it's possible that everybody can do that. I think that it's also translates into everything like how you are in business i watch people in business just they're like water they just they're fluid they flow obstacles don't seem as big in front of them as they do in front of ourselves or other people uh and they just they're in a zone and i think you could you could look at that and draw a direct line to how open someone is how 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 high they're vibrating how well they're doing in life itself and how connected they are to what we really are. Before we were men or women, we were source or whatever you want to call it, and when we go away, we appear to not have genitalia then either. This is just a little tiny thing, and we say we're men, we're women, we're white, we're black, we're Indian, and then it's just a little tiny piece of eternity, and the rest of the time we're none of those things. And so some people get that, and some people don't. And that's why I always ask that question of all of our guests is, you know, are you special or could anybody do this? Because actually the answer is typically if you, if it's an interesting thing to you to do, you absolutely could. You absolutely can. And I like how you were so surprised in the beginning. It's like so many other people, you got certified and then everybody decided that you were that thing, that, that thing that could happen to them, for them, that person who could perform something and you were surprised. Like, what the heck? Are you kidding me? I just got certified. I don't even, I'm not, I'm a babe in the woods. It was. It was so much fun. It was, I was, I was discovering myself. And every day, every session that I have is completely different and magical. And, and know what's beautiful is I know that I'm not alone when I'm doing the sessions. And let me to share something before we get off the air, but something made, amazing happened last night at my meetup we were doing the group picture at the very end and the electric went off Hmm. the breaker went as we were taking the picture as we were doing the group shot did you guys just suck up all the energy in the square block I don't know what happened. And then they saw something. <laughs> then they saw a, a spirit come in the front door, go into my room, and 
And it was like three or four people saw it. So something magical happened last night. So when you bring a bunch of people together with the same energy and raising the frequency of the planet, magic happens. So I, I encourage other people to get together in any community setting that supports what you do. Um, that supports your business, that, belo- that supports your mindset, that helps you understand that you're not alone, um, and that can help you move, move forward in life. Everybody at my Monday night event supports each other. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think we need that. I think that just people who really don't even get political or don't get into anything, they're very focused on their business. Um, there can be a lot of negatives that happen in, in the things that you're connected to for your business. If you're just trying to go it alone, if you're always trying, if you feel like it's always or most of the time you're locked away too much, you're not out there, it's probably true. It's probably been true well before you realized it, and you need to get out there more and connect more. I love that because I really think that groups like yours and people like you all over the world who are drawing groups of people together like this really are having an effect on on those around us who haven't gotten that yet or might want to go in another direction that's antithetical to what the universe had in store for us in the whole beginning, right? And they just right. don't know it. I have to believe that that's true, and I'm very encouraged by uh, hearing from people like you who are doing these things and, and, and joining and starting these groups and, and keeping that energy up and going. I also think there's a strong correlation between that and the energy that you have around your business and uh, marketing and attracting the right people to you, the clients that you want to have, the kind of traffic that you want to attract to your site and social. All of that has a lot to do, like you said earlier, with the energy that you're putting out there. It's going to come if it feels welcome, and it's not going to if it doesn't, in a, in a layman's terms, <laughs> at least. Right, right. And it's like someone will say to me, you know, are you happy, Sherry? And tell your face that. You know, I mean, you have to look, you know, <laughs> tell, you know, what you put out there is what you bring back. I walk into the room and they're like, man, can I bottle your energy? You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. so, and then, and either, yes, us entrepreneurs keep ourselves too busy, but we also have the time to be free. And that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-P-L-A-N. She has a plan in her name. SherryKaplan.com, right, is the oh, main site? Yes, Sherry Kaplan with the plan. Oh, you're good with words. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all I do is words. Yeah, and they can also go to my website and they can get their free guide on um, three ways to get unstuck and increase energy. That's a free download. And I also have a book, 17 Ways to Open Up Your Root Chakra to Love, Abundance, and Security that they can buy on my website. And they can also contact me for a private session locally or international and via Skype or phone. And I can do free chakra diagnostic tests as well. Awesome. Well, I think a lot of other people are going to be coming to flop down on your table, either virtually or in reality. Uh, Just because you do have an energy, I think that it was conveyed by the daughter or whoever it was that referred the person from four hours away. I think that that person really felt what we feel today is this is somebody to get closer to. This is somebody to work with and network with and 
and, and just be around. So I now kind of feel like how you've built your business is pretty evident in the way that our discussion today went. Uh, I, you know, and it probably is pretty hard to put into words. So thank you for trying uh, and doing so today because yours seems to be, and you can tell me if, this is, if I'm right or not, but yours seems to be more of a feel for business, a feel for an attraction thing. And it's really hard to describe it Right now, I can't do it very well, but isn't that more – like you couldn't come on the show unless you had to prepare for it and, and give us a, a, an Excel spreadsheet of one to ten things that you need to do to, to have leverage in your business, right? You're not that kind of person, obviously, but how do you describe how that works? It's just organic. It's an energy thing. It's uh, How do you leverage your business? I mean – when I went from me doing the sound healing events by myself and 18 people in the room and one other practitioner doing uh, Akashic Records, now I get 20 practitioners in the room with a whole holistic fair and a sound healing event with eight sound healers. So it becomes community. Everybody wants to get involved when, yeah. when their passion and when their needs are being met with yours. Yeah. Well, I've taken a lesson away from today uh, that I'm going to apply on my site at Thriverly.com and go forth with a lot of the plans that I've had in the back of my mind in regard to community, which I hadn't really been placing at the forefront of what ought to be done there. Um, Mm -hmm. I was really, it was going to be education, meditation, tools, exercises, things like that. And sort of like from a podium to an audience thing. And I really think that what we've discussed here today puts a a fine point on the idea of community and how incredibly important that is to, Mm -hmm. you know, build that and to use that energy to do whatever else that you want without that energy. It becomes very, very difficult, like walking through mud. Correct. Like when a lot of um, entrepreneurs work out of their house and they don't have storefronts and places to work and meet people. So if I created, I created this community that gives them a storefront every Monday night to expose themselves to meet clients out of their homes, to build their list, to be on the social media platforms that I expose them to. So they want to be um, connected to my, my resources. So they come to me. I don't go to them. People say, I want to be involved. I want to be a practitioner. What do I need to do? Nice. So That's certainly yeah. a lot easier than the feeling that you have to get up every day and make something happen and listen to all those little cat posters that say, if it's to be, it's up to me and hang in there, kid. And, <laughs> man, that's just the old world, isn't it? And it's so nice that that world, it never had to exist, but we had to learn that it didn't exist. It didn't have to exist, and now we're here. So however long a journey it took for us all to get here, at least we're here. And what a wonderful thing. And thank you so much, Sherry, for being on the show. I had a blast. I think you can tell. And uh, we'd love to have you back again. Thank you very much. And let me um, tell everyone where they can go. It's South Florida Sound Healers on Meetup. And I encourage other people to start Meetups. It's a great way to leverage your business, to put yourself out there, to gather community, and watch your business grow. It's a good sales funnel. Thanks, Sherry. Gina, back to you. Thank you so much, Sherry. I told you Jack was going to have a blast. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a great conversation, Jack. That was awesome. Thank you. And I will definitely find my way over to one of your meetups one of these Mondays. Thanks again, Sherry. This was an awesome show.
And we'll see all of you back same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. We'll be right back.